How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Two Bros Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Hunter Smith, and I'm here with my brother and co-host, Dakota Smith. How are you doing, Dakota? <clears throat> uh, excuse me. Busy day at work. That that that's that's what. Um NBA 15 games tonight. Good thing we didn't try to preview yeah. all 15 games. That's a that's <laughs> brutal. But I like what the NBA did. They played all those games today, so they they there's no games on election day. I like that. Good move by the yeah. I think that's a good move by the NBA. Um interesting start to the year in the NBA. We're about 10, 11 games in for between nine and eleven games in for everybody. Yep. So it's a weird start to the year. <clears throat> like the East is kind of what we thought it would be. The West yeah. is the exact opposite of what we thought it would be. <laughs> I think it's the opposite of what a lot of people thought it was going to be. The Utah Jazz are somehow eight and three. I don't know how or who or why the Utah Jazz are eight and three, but they're eight and three. Um, the Spurs are somehow five and five. Don't ask me how that's possible either. And the Warriors are three and seven. Yeah. Great start. Yeah, and I mean, even in the East, there's some teams that are, you know, lower down, like Brooklyn and Philly that, well, and obviously Miami's oh, outside of the play-in at the moment, and oh, well, I mean, you were higher a few games in, but you were higher on Brooklyn than I was. I don't, I don't know if I believe in Brooklyn anymore. Yeah, Bucks just chilling don't. at 9-0, and oh, though. Can we, talk about the ca- can we talk about the Cavs chilling at 8-1? and one? Cleveland's 8-1. Cleveland, Cleveland is good. That team's legit. That trade for Donovan Mitchell was genius. That was yeah. a fantastic move. You get rid of Lori Markinen and a few other guys who you're not, who haven't panned out. And Donovan Mitchell's averaging 31.4 a game. He's, he's having a year. And oh, by the way, a lot of that they've done without Darius Garland. He's only played in three yeah, games. For a few games. Yep. Yeah, he's only played in three games. So, oh. That team's scary. They have one, two, three, four, five, six. They have seven guys averaging double figures in points. Dude, LeBron, who <laughs> they don't need. Well, him. he's not playing tonight, and the Lakers are just in dire need Back right now of lot. something. But Milwaukee off to the best start in franchise history. So I think I think before Man. that it was seven and zero. Now it's nine and zero. And they get the so, Trey Youngless Atlanta Hawks tonight. That that's yeah. convenient. Trey Young out that with a shin, a, a shin injury. And oh, um, before we get into things, I will say Russell Westbrook looks better off the bench. He does. I won't lie. He, he does. He's looks, performed. He looks good. He's performed well. Good. Yeah. Maybe he's not dead after all. Maybe there's still something left well, in the tank for old Russ. Well. It could just be a couple games. Anyway, all right. So uh, with, we got a few questions here. Um, and the first one is, how does James Harden's injury affect the Sixers? Of course, James Harden, right foot tendon strain, which is projected to sideline him for approximately one month. And Doc Rivers did say on Sunday that Harden is in a walking boot and will be limited to non-weight-bearing activity for the time being. How does this affect the Sixers, Dakota? Well, Harden was averaging 22 tenants, 22 points, seven rebounds, 10 assists. So ideally you would say a lot. You would think. I mean, Philly four and six, you just, you hope there's something there. 
DeAnthony Melton is sliding into the start. They've been without Embiid the last three games, too. Yeah. That record's kind of deceiving for Philly. They've been without Embiid. So they get him back tonight. That that team at four and six surprises me. Like them at four and six. And really, yeah, nobody else in the East surprises me other than that. But you'd like to think that's going to affect them a little bit. But I think getting Embiid back is going to help. I think there's a small sample size. It's 10 games, but obviously a month. If they can get him back in a month, I think that's not bad. He's missing probably, what, 15 games, 10 to, 10 to 15 games? Roughly 12, 13. 12, 13? Okay. That's, and out of an 82-game season, that's not huge. You just hope it's no more than that. Like, yeah. if it's like 20 or 25, then you're starting, then you're a little worried. Mm-hmm. Because then well, he's not back and... until December or later in thing... December. The only thing about that four and six start, though, the thing is for me is that they haven't had a tough schedule so far to start out. I mean, they had, they had Boston, they had Milwaukee, but then you got the Spurs, Pacers, the Raptors twice on back to back, Chicago without Lonzo, back to back games against Washington and New York. So, I mean, yeah, they got Phoenix and tonight, got, too. And they've got, they've got a tough schedule coming up. They've got a tough they, few games here. Yeah, they got Phoenix tonight. I kind of like this whole 15. 15- I'll, everybody playing at night. Then they made NBA League Pass free tonight, yeah. so you can watch every game. That was that was cool. Good move by the NBA to get your product out. Just don't know on a Monday where there's Monday Night Football whether that's such a good idea or not. Like you could have well, picked a better day during the week to do it, but I'll watch as, it. Just as not. someone who has interest in the Monday Night Football game, I will probably pull up the Warriors game, and that will be about the gist of what I watch for basketball tonight. <laughs> that will be on my laptop while I watch Monday Night Football. Yeah. And As Lamar I mean, Jackson's playing. I will watch the NBA games. However, probably not on NBA TV. But anyway. <laughs> no kidding. You go, to, think... uh, you go to NBA.com and sign up for it. Every game mm-hmm. right there. Every oh. game. And you can switch. There's a little feature where you can switch back and forth. It looks like. You could like click on, they had like a bar with all the games on it. You could click on it. It looked like it would go to it. I didn't try it because there was only one game on, but it looked like that was a feature. So that's cool. Interesting. I need a thing where like it takes me to, when it goes to commercial, it switches games. <laughs> or just March Madness. Do just, just, just March Madness and yeah. have like four, to, <laughs> like five screens open on, on your computer. But uh, back to Harden thing. Yeah, I think, I think it's going to affect them. I think. They might have a rough month of games, especially these next six, eight games. I think they might have a rough stretch here. Um, most of them being at home, basically all of them, besides one in Atlanta. But I think they could have a rough stretch here, but then it gets a little bit easier for a few games. But we'll see. We'll see. Harden was playing well. I think he looks a lot more like James Harden than yeah. when he did when he was at Brooklyn and last season in Philly. So we'll see. Um. Next one might get a little sensitive here, but uh, the oh Warriors, they've, they've lost five straight games. However, all five games on the road, and these are including losses to the Hornets, Pistons, Heat, Magic, and the Pelicans. Does this put the Warriors in a worry mode? No. No. You're the defending champ. No worry mode. The West, they're, they're going to get through. They'll be fine. They don't need to be the one seed. They don't need to be. They don't. They weren't last year. They don't need to be the one. 
I was kind of mad that they said everybody against the Pelicans. I wish they would have said everybody against Orlando. Yeah, that was weird. I think they should they should have said everybody if they were going to do that. The back to back, set everybody on the back to back, set it on the front end against Orlando. Yeah, I agree. I uh, Steve Kerr said after the Orlando game that stuff and things need to change, and you're right, yeah. they do. Jonathan Kaminga needs Jonathan Kaminga needs to play. I'm sorry. Yeah, and why I'm I'm, I'm, I'm more. I'm done. I I'm done watching Jamichael Green play for the Warriors. Like, so he's playing bad. No, it's no, it's nothing it's against Jamichael. It's nothing against Jamichael. Nothing against Jamichael Green, but like, I want to see. I want show me what we got. Like, let's go. Like, took a top ten pick on this guy. Show me what he's got. Moses Moody's playing more than Jonathan Kaminga. Yeah, and that that I, that should like not be the case. I do too, but. Like we all think that ceiling on Kuminga is ridiculous, right? Oh, like, it is. It's his it's, ceiling it's, is it's, insane. It's, he's basically Draymond, who can shoot a little better, even though it's still a little iffy. But he can develop that. I mean, he's in Golden State. He, That's the perfect place he's to develop bigger, shooting. So he's and bigger then, than Draymond too, isn't he? Yeah, he's like six nine. I think. And then, um, but he's basically Draymond, but with just a higher ceiling than Draymond. <laughs> More athletic like, too. He's oh, longer. Yes, absolutely. It's lengthier too. He's yeah. gonna be one of those guys who looks like he can guard one through four at least. Maybe five. Four, five. Smaller <laughs> five, yeah. And his athleticism's off the charts. Like I said, I want to see him shoot. But I no. just like Draymond though. Like he doesn't need a score. I mean, take the open shot if it's there, obviously. And I'd love for him to be able to become a spot up shooter. At least around 30, 35%, maybe when he's like, you know, wide yeah, open. If, like he, that, if but... he can get to like 35 to 38% from three, I think that's pretty good. Like, if Giannis gets to 38% from three, he's by far the best player in the world. Like, I'm not drawing <laughs> comparisons between the two, but their games seem a little bit similar, at least. Yeah. And... Like, Giannis is a long athletic. Giannis is bigger, obviously, and better, mm-hmm. but. No, no, I'm not saying Kuminga's ceiling is Giannis, but I say well, if he plays li- if he <laughs> plays a style of game like Giannis, I would be happy with that. Yeah, I don't need him to shoot. I need him to play defense, and I need him to get to the rim. That's what I need him to do. That's what you expect out of Kuminga right now, yeah. which is what you got out of Giannis when he was earlier on in his career. So. Yeah, I think I think Kaminga needs to play more. I think Green needs to take a back seat, and I think I think Wiseman needs to start. I do too. I think he needs to start starting games. I, yep. I I don't, don't get me wrong. I love Looney. I absolutely I love Looney. But it's it's one of those things again. We gotta start developing the future. Maybe it's not the right time for Wiseman. Maybe it's later in the year when he gets more integrated into the game plan and things like that. But I mean, we'll see. But Kerr and Clay. Um, they both said that they won't panic after what they like to call it the road trip from hell. So, I mean, well, it was so. Yeah. So, I mean, Kerr and Clay both saying they won't panic. I'm a, I guarantee the whole team's on that same road. I'm, I bet they're all on the same page, which is good. But I, you got the Kings at home. I think it's a must-win game. If I'm being honest, I, I think you I think, have to beat the Kings at home. I think you're about right. Yeah. You got Cleveland, then you got the Kings again away. You Cleveland could be a tough game, but you gotta beat the Kings away. You have to beat the Spurs. So Yeah, those are 
And we'll and let's not let's not put all the problems on the like guards aren't shooting. Curry is Curry. He's shooting forty one percent. Clay Thompson's shooting basically thirty three percent from three, and Jordan Poole's shooting thirty one. There's a lot of problem right there too. <laughs> and, and and let's be honest, Clay hasn't looked like himself ever since since the injury. He he came back last year and he still wasn't himself. And Steve Kerr also said came out and said that Clay Thompson probably won't play back to backs this year. Play one leg of a back to back this year. Oh well, yeah, you got. I mean, one. and I understand that, but and I I'm like you, I love Kevon Looney. The man has been a great center, but all right, that's your number two. That's your number two draft pick. He yeah. needs to start, like he needs to, like you want him. You want some change. There's your change. Give me twenty some minutes from I need Kuminga at Kuminga's at fourteen minutes a game and he hasn't played in three. I need Kuminga at like twenty to twenty two. I think that's yeah. what I mean. You put Dre, you give Draymond thirty, you give Kuminga eighteen. I'm okay with that too. Yeah. Or if you want to give Draymond an easy night, give Draymond twenty eight and Kuminga twenty. Find him some minutes. Yeah, I, I think I think DiVincenzo when he comes back will help. Yeah, because he is a he is a good shooter. I like DiVincenzo. So I, mean, I do too. I I liked him ever since he was at Villanova. I just I want to see more minutes for the young guys. Yeah, absolutely. And I, like I said, I like I like the way Moody's the minutes he's getting right now. I I like how Moody is finding his way in this in this team. But it's time for Kerr to put Kuminga more in there and to, I think, really take, have wise, let, let Wiseman take his next leap in his game. Oh yeah. In, in I his think, career. I think it's, it's time for James Wiseman to be the number two overall draft pick. It, it's finally time. He's, he's healthy. See what you got to see what you have. Mm-hmm. Like you have, I, I need to see it. Because um, if not, if not now, then when? Yeah, I don't want him later on in the year when you're trying. I want to rather you integrate him now than wait until game sixty-five. Yeah, and worst case scenario, if he's not playing good, Looney's already played with the four starters all last year and the year before. Yeah, so Wiseman's, I mean, yeah, Wiseman's playing fourteen minutes a game. Yeah, he's got to play more. He has to, even if you split him, like. If you go give him 24 and 24. Yeah. I'd be fine. Go 28 and 20. I want to see more. Like Draymond's playing 29 a game. Okay. Give Kuminga the other 19 yeah. at the four and split the four 24 24. Or if you want to lean to Looney, go 28 20. Yeah. Kavon Looney's never been a big minutes guy. He only plays 24 minutes a game. Yeah. Like, I'm assuming Draymond's probably getting some run at the five. I don't know who yeah. else are are they giving Jamichael Green run at the five? That uh, seems awful. That seems awfully small for them to be yeah, running. But, I mean, come on, the Warriors. It's the Warriors. Ball. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's sure. becoming a more popular thing, obviously. So. I just need. I want to see more Kaminga. Yeah. No, I, I think you. I think you. I mean, also, you throw Kaminga into the Iggy role. Well, yeah, that's yeah. That's I mean, the plan, he's... right? Like you throw him yeah. into the Iggy role, you go nothing. I'm not sliding Jordan Poole, but this is the five. You go Curry, Clay, Wiggins, 
Draymond Kuminga? I mean, yeah, it's it's a definitely a lineup you can run for sure. I mean, because at some po- at some point Kuminga just replaces Draymond, right? That's what this is. Well, at some point, as in probably next year. So. Probably next year. Yeah, <laughs> you're probably right. I I as much as I hate to say it, I think Draymond. I hate to say it. I hate to believe it, but it's probably I do too. Next year. I do too because I love Draymond. Now I'm gonna hate playing against him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, ain't nobody gonna know the Warriors better than Draymond Green. Everybody in the West is going to want Draymond Green no, for the simple in the fact of, is going to want Draymond. <laughs> yeah, because he knows all. Oh, he knows everything when it comes to the Warriors. He knows everything about basketball. Period. That man's knowledge no. of the game is incredible. Oh, it is incredible. Draymond Green is going to amazing he, analysis after. Oh, I think he's going to make a great analyst when he is done with his career. He already does it some too. Yeah. I think he is going to be great in the booth when. Ever he decides to yeah. hang it up. He's I kind of want to see like what JJ Reddick's doing. I like JJ. JJ Reddick I, I kind of take a lot and on those. Other I kind of want to see LeBron go into the booth too. It'd be interesting to see LeBron's point of view. Like we've seen Draymond. Draymond has a podcast and things like that. LeBron, I mean, you know, you don't hear him just talking all the time about different things just, in the league. And I just don't know like if that. LeBron's got the personality, like that kind of yeah. personality, to be on TV like that. Yeah. Well. Warriors lost five straight all the way. The quote-unquote road trip from hell. So we'll see what happens. I mean, they've got a home game here and away another home game. Um, so our third question, we've, we've got four written down here. So our third one is about the number one pick who is most definitely looking like the number one pick. Is <laughs> Paulo Bencaro the clear ROI front runner, or is it too soon to tell? I don't even think this is a question you need to it's it's yes and it's not even close. Matherin's been great. I agree. Matherin's Matherin's been great. Yeah, he's he looked good. He's looked good, but Paulo's been on a whole other level. Yeah. And I think if Chet would have played, I think this would be closer. Because I think Chet would have fit in Oklahoma City really well. Yep. I just don't I don't think it's close. Keegan Murray's not going to catch him. I mean, yeah, and he's not Paulo. Paulo was the best player. Like Paulo was the best player in this draft. Like, yeah, I I don't think there was much of a question. You could have argued Chet, and you could have argued Jabari Smith. And Jabari Smith hasn't been great, but when you play on a team that's one and nine, it's hard to look great. Yeah, well, that's a very young. young By by the way, if that team ends up with Wimbenyama, look out in four years. Oh, absolutely. That team's going to be stupid. That team will be dangerous, I promise. I, I would oh. put money on it right now. Oh, that team would be stupid. Um, that core is as young as it gets. And this isn't a knock on any of the other rookies. Because, oh, like, no, not at all. Matt Matherin, Keegan Murray, Jabari Smith, obviously Chet's hurt. Um, even Ivy, like, they're all playing well. Like, I mean, for yeah. the rookie year and everything like that. But I think... Um, I think Paulo is thrown into a situation where he's the number one option right out of the draft. And yeah, I think he's, and the that, number, he's the main part of this team. And I think that's the biggest difference. You think Paulo is going to be an all-star this year? There you go. I don't, I don't know about all-star. He's averaging but, 23 a game. But... The man is averaging twenty two and eight and a half a game. I mean, I could see him. That's all star. It's not that I can't. 
Oh, that's our that's but, all-star level production. And the thing is, actually, I know the I, team I, sucks, I can, but I can because it's also a fan voting thing, and a lot of people like Ben Caro. A lot of people I, like Paulo. So, I think pa- right now I'd possible. make I'd I'd make him one right now. Oh, it's very possible. He's averaging twenty two point nine points a game, eight and a half rebounds, and three point six assists. Yeah, he's like, having those a phenomenal are, start. Those are great numbers. <laughs> like. I kind of wish I've watched a Magic game this year, but I, I haven't. So. <laughs> I haven't because they don't play on TV. Yeah, <laughs> they don't play on TV. Oh, and I haven't yeah. made my FanDuel bet yet. I FanDuel's got a thing where you bet five dollars on the NBA and you get three months of league pass for free. So I'm, <laughs> I'm waiting until I get on my busy season for work to do that. Yeah. Um, so probably next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean Paulo. Um, he's clearly making his presence known and he's proving himself into the world that he definitely deserved being that number one pick. I think the Magic made the right choice um, and he's got an absolutely bright future in this league. And we're going to head to New York here. We're going to head to the Eastern Conference. And it's an interesting one. Just by the way things have started out, but which New York team has a better future ahead of them? This season, the New York Knicks or the Brooklyn Nets? I, I'm going to defer to you here. Well, I, I, I'm i going to defer to you because I want to hear what you have to say, and then I will kind of dissect what you say. Well, my my thing about this, I actually saw this on first take, this question specifically. So shout out first take. <laughs> but uh, they're both, Knicks are four and five. Brooklyn's four and six. Kyrie Irving suspended five games. Yeah. So, and I wanted to get rid of all this Kyrie Irving drama, but it's just coming back. Well, and he does that. He does that to himself. The thing is, I, I haven't watched the Knicks game. I'm going to be honest. I haven't. <laughs> but I've heard good things about Brunson in this whole defense. I've heard they're boring to watch. I've heard they're kind of boring to watch. Well, they were kind um, of worried know, to obviously watch last def- year too. A defensive team, my defensive minded team, I think. So like, I like Joe. I actually like the New York Knicks. I actually like Jalen Brunson, even though I still don't know if I agree with how much they paid him. But mm-hmm. um, I like Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett. I think I think he's improving just at e- year by year. I think R.J. Barrett's improving. Um, I like the looks of as Emmanuel. Wait, where is quickly's played? Yeah, quickly has played. Yeah, yeah. I like quickly. Um, Cam Reddish, he's looked better in New York than what he has in uh, in Atlanta, in my opinion. Uh, Obi Toppin is starting to actually grow as a player and not look like an absolute bust in the first year. Oh, if they give him more than 16 minutes a game, that might help. He's averaging 10 oh, points a game. Him, absolutely. He's averaging 10 points a game in 16 minutes. But the problem is about New York is that they don't, they don't have that that superstar that just sticks out. You have some all-stars. I'm not going to lie. Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle are absolutely, I think, all-star caliber players. But I think Brooklyn still has the brighter future by the end of the year. You have Kyrie okay. Irving, you have Kevin Ray, who are both averaging combined yeah. 60, 63-plus points per game. So I, I'm I'm really – I'm still a fan of Brooklyn. I just want – I want first off, I want Kyrie to just figure this stuff out, dude. <laughs> But um, I know, obviously, he meant no hate by what he did, but um, it's, I think it's a matter of time for both. 
but I'm mm-hmm. taking the veteran team over the, the young guys. I think New York still has a couple more years to improve. I think this is the year for Brooklyn. I think it's this year. It's not at all. Agreed. And they need, they need Simmons to figure it, to it out. Be. I think that's the big thing right here. It's Simmons, yeah. or if Simmons doesn't figure it out, I don't think this team figures it yeah. out. Yep. I think I think that's where it goes. And I I really like the New York Knicks. I think their talent pool is better than the outside. Okay, yeah, they have Kyrie and Kevin Durant. What else? Well, that, that's where I, Ben Simmons needs to step up. <laughs> I think the depth on I think New York's depth depth is better. I think their younger talent is better. I mean, I think Quickly is going to be a great a great player. I like Cam Reddish. He's finally starting to prove what he is. RJ Barrett's finally averaging he's averaging 19 a game. Finally. He's done what he's doing. But you kind of made a comment. I kind of want to pose a question based off the money Jalen Brunson have took. Do you rather have Jalen Brunson or Jordan Poole? Jordan Poole for the upside. Okay. okay. I think I'd rather have Jordan Poole. Um, okay. That man, first off, Jordan Poole's handles are absolutely disgusting. May I know? But, and, and I know the age. There's a, uh, there's an okay. age difference there too. Yeah. Poole, I, Poole's uh, a little bit younger. I think for me, it's the upside and the potential of pool. Granted, if I think pool was anywhere else, I don't know if he'd have this type of upside. I don't know if he would have become what he is now. Because I think that Golden State is that good at developing players. And I think pool being there alongside Steph Curry really has helped him. Okay. I said that because there's $19 million in between their two contracts. Brunson yeah. got four for 104. Pool got four for 123. I felt like those are two very similar players that mm-hmm. – that- I think that would be a good debate on whether you would have. I think Poole's a better compliment to Steph Curry than yeah. Jalen Brunson would be. I think that's the difference. I think Poole is a better compliment. But I like the potential of Jalen Brunson too. Like, I think you get him. He's also three years. It's about two to three years age difference. So, yeah. I mean, the war that I, that 19 million, you're paying the age difference right there. So I think those contracts are very, very similar. Mm-hmm. So, I just I think that's a good talking point on. But I think I like the Knicks. I think they're a playoff team. Yeah, yeah. No, I think they'll make the playoffs. I, mean, I think the I, I think they'll be a play-in team. I don't know if they'll actually make the playoffs. I, could, I mean, I don't think they're a top six team in the East. I don't even remember what I said for my prediction, but I I don't know. I still, uh, maybe not a top six team. I I can see them making the play-in though and going through is what I mean. I oh, I can't too. Absolutely. That that's a team I don't want to play in a single game series because of how good they are defensively. Yeah. Like that's I a team that's I would biggest biggest strength. And I think that's really I something that's did. been embedded into their um their style of play over the past couple of years. I moved the file of my predictions onto my hard drive and that's at work. I was gonna look at my predictions real quick and it told me I couldn't open it. I think I had them somewhere between seven and ten. I had them in the play, at least in the play-in. I know I didn't have them in the top six, but I had them in at least the play-in. I probably had them at nine or ten, which is where they're about where they're sitting at right now, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, the Knicks are in the seven. Seven. So they're still in the play-in. Yeah. So yeah. I think they can jump Chicago. I don't think Chicago's very good. 
No, without Lonzo, I don't think. I I don't I don't think they're I like great Levine, at all. I like DeRozan, but it's, and I, 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 I think expect, Lonzo is that big of a piece. I expect Philly to pass them. Like I expect Philly to pass them. I expect Brooklyn to pass them, maybe not by a lot. I say it all. De- when you when you say brighter future, I think it's the Knicks. Maybe not this year, but yeah. in the next two to three years, I think it's the New York Knicks. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, okay, yeah. I I was more meaning like of this year, but in okay. in this year, I would say Brooklyn. But I agree with you on that. No, in four or five years, I'd absolutely would say New York. Because I think I think if Brooklyn does not win it all this year, I think it all shuts down. It all gonna go downhill. I think they're they they break that team up. Durant leaves. Someone. I think I think somebody has to. It's like, it's Kyrie or it's Durant. At this point, I think it should be Kyrie if you're Brooklyn. Yeah, I don't think I anybody think. really wants Ben Simmons. So. Not right now. I don't. You remember the speculation when people thought he was going to be a warrior? I hated that. I hated it. I didn't want him. For this reason, right here, I didn't, I didn't want, him want him after he decided to not take a layup in the playoffs. So. Oh. oh, Ben! Sorry, sorry, Philly fans. Yeah, no, I were right. poor Philly. That's yeah. just unfortunate for them. But NBA is, you know, it's an interesting first nine, eleven games for each team. So, I mean, Western Conference. You, I don't want to say he's flipped all up on the upside, bottom side of his, or upside of his head, but like you got Golden State down there, you got the Lakers down there. I know a lot of people didn't think Lakers were gonna be great anyway, but they're they're down there too. And I don't think anything are gonna be this bad. Um, I two and seven. <clears throat> uh, you got the Clippers who are in eighth at the moment. The Timberwolves are in tenth. They're not looking like what some people thought they were gonna be. Well, and, maybe if Kawhi Leonard would play so, basketball, that team would be good. That's also true. <laughs> That's that's but an entire. I will say John Wall looks like team. John Wall a little bit. There's some John yeah. Wall flashes that kind of. Yeah, he's got to play. He's out. He's been hurt though for a while too. So, but but like I I get it. But Kawhi said a whole year. Yeah, I don't. He said an entire year and he's still not playing. Like there, I think there's some. I wonder if he reaggravated something or if I don't want to speculate on injuries, but it's. it's how many games has Kawhi played? Okay, the Clippers have played ten games. I don't. They, Kawhi's played what three, maybe four, this year. Yeah, Wait. he's only played in two games. He's it's played in two. Yeah, he's he's played twenty one and a half minutes in two games. Yeah. There's a reason their record isn't as good as it is. It's because Kawhi Leonard is not playing. Everybody was basing their predictions of the Clippers based off the fact that Kawhi Leonard was going to be healthy the entire year. Yeah. And he is not. And Tyron Lue did say that on Sunday night that Leonard's knee is progressing well, but remains without a firm timetable, which is why it scares me. How well, yeah, having that, a firm timetable in a knee could be, injury is not exactly, I don't care if it says progressing well. Um, you, it's not exactly something you want. You know all about timetables and knee injuries. So. Yeah, I do. <laughs> And I well, I I broke my timetable. I, I got back like <laughs> you, month, you, like you came a back a few weeks earlier. So yeah, but I because um, that could be that could be two weeks. That could be two months with a knee a season. Yeah, well, with a <laughs> knee, you never you never know with a knee injury. So Did he tears we'll ACL. That's what it was. Is that a torn ACL? Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was a torn ACL. 
can't. Now you got me wondering. Now you got me questioning. ACL. It was. It was. It was. Okay, that's what I thought. I was like, I thought. Yeah, this article says uh, out indefinitely amid ACL recovery. So yes, it was his ACL. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of joints and tendons and things down in that that knee, the knee area. (laughs) Yeah. So I mean. But we'll we'll see with the Clippers specifically. I think I think Paul George actually isn't playing horrible. He's averaging twenty five six and five with two steals. And so we'll see with the Clippers. We'll see with the NBA as we uh, keep marching forward. And I'm gonna be honest here. Um, I think this is gonna start turning into a one week thing because yeah. it's kind of hard to talk about. Um, all they're just do two podcasts a week with the NBA when there's only three or four days in between. So. Probably will turn into a one-week thing, either Monday or Friday. We'll decide that at a later date. Probably will be Mondays. Also want to be able to squeeze in our World Cup previews. Yeah, and we, yeah, we'll get to that, too. Yeah, we'll have a World Cup. Those, I, if I'm up. not mistaken, World Cup rosters come out this week. Uh, Brazil's came out today. So, oh, and yeah, so that out. Um, we'll get a World Cup prediction in. We'll have a, a, a soccer, uh, football podcast uh coming soon and hopefully as long as it goes to plan um maybe after the world cup we'll have premier league maybe um yeah the u.s is supposed to release their roster on november 9th yep wednesday um most are supposed to come out yeah there's a there's a there's a few that aren't going to come out until next week but That's going to do it for today's episode of the NBA, and we will see you next Monday or Friday. Like I said, we'll we'll figure it out at some point. But uh, We hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and week, and we hope to have you join us next time on the Two Bros Sports Podcast. With that being said, I'm your host, Hunter Smith, and goodbye.